In a significant move, the government of India, specifically the Ministry of Education, has announced several guidelines for coaching centers. This comes in response to several concerns about the welfare of students, student suicides, the unregulated growth of private coaching, um, mental health issues and several incidents which have been taking place in coaching centers. Many would suggest that these moves couldn't have come a day too late and that the interest of students really lies in ensuring their, their mental well-being, their physical health, and that education cannot be seen through the narrow prism of just scoring a hundred in exams. Joining us now, Mrityanjay Narayanan, uh, President of the Coaching Federation of India, Amita Wattal, uh, Anand Kumar, the founder of Super 30, a coaching center, but as you'll see, some of his thoughts extremely progressive when it comes to looking after students. We're also joined by Arti Raj Rattam, a clinical psychologist. Um, Mr. Narayanan, do you welcome these steps? Yeah, most of them, except one or two. Uh, the position government should have taken is, at least could have spoken to the, shared with the coaching fraternity and looked at from their perspective. Because um, I, I do feel it's really bad that so many students have committed suicide in some region like Kota where there are a large number of students coming, almost uh, 2 lakh students every year, studying in Kota and going through that process. There, is, there are a lot of other factors which are, uh, which are responsible for, you know, probably the mental health, this thing. Because uh, education, because they come there to seek, uh, do better in their competitive exams, and they get that. Apart from the academic pressure, there could be more reasons and more uh, mental health workers or uh, doctors and kind of psychologists. No, no, but, but, but Mr. Narayanan, most respectfully, isn't it a failure of the system if you have students committing suicide and not the students and the background that they have come from? Because the numbers in Kota are absolutely appalling in terms of the number of suicides. There must be something wrong at coaching centers. No, I mean, as far as I know, because there's a lot of, uh, there's not that much pressure given in the institute that, you know, students go for committing suicide. Then why there's do they commit suicide, sir? It's because of the intense pressure, isn't it? It's, it's because it's of our system of, being as we, difficult we, we as it is really for students. On, unless we try to figure out this, because this is a very serious thing and it has to be from the, both the government Sir, side. there have been 23 students who killed themselves, ended their lives in 2023, 17 in 2022. In December 2022, there were three deaths in a single day, student deaths by suicide in Kota. In 2021, nine deaths. Suicides are up by 60% in Kota, coast, and we still don't have an answer. Isn't it staring at us on our faces, sir? So, I mean... Uh... The suicides are there, happen, happen even in IITs and teams and all Yes, the it's all terrible, sir. Why don't we just condemn uh, the it, fact... It is, it is a mental issue of the current situation, no? The things have become really... Uh, there, are, uh, there are n number of factors which we need to figure out because it cannot be... Right. An n number of factors. Amita Wattel, is that response acceptable to you that we have an n number of factors and hence suicides are taking place among students? What I would like to say is that I'm a little disturbed by this conversation that I've just heard. I mean, are we comparing the number of suicides each year and saying not so much and so little? All I do want to say very categorically is that this should have come in sooner than later. 
because the kind of coaching that is going on, it's not only about me to J, it's even about CUET. And we have huge amounts of children who are moving out of schools after grade 10 in order to join dummy schools who are allowing them in and allowing them to join coaching centers to crack the CUET. So the point is, in fact, I feel that even 16 is, um, yeah. is, is should have been 14, if you ask me, if at all. Because the way we're looking at it, a child has already moved into grades 11 and 12 by the age of 16. You pass out at 17. So the question, because when we talk about the national education policy, we're talking about something which goes far beyond the textbooks. We're talking about mental health. We're talking about understanding. We're talking about a, a sort of a overview of the way a child looks at learning. And learning is no more rote. It is more involved with the inner child. And a school is required for, for developing these kind of concepts. And if you have children just walking away, and a lot of parents are supporting this, which really worries me because a child of 13 and 14, cannot, uh, 16, cannot really make up his mind for himself. He comes under peer pressure. So this is very important that a child leaves school when he leaves school in grade 12 and not gets into coaching. Because this, the, the simple thing is that 11th and 12th are very important years for the development of a child's mind towards the environment, towards life, towards the way he looks at learning. And if coaching center is going to be the foundation of these years, then God help the youth of today. And what kind of people are they going to be? Because the world today expects a very different kind of, of uh, what shall I say, ability. The competency that the world expects today, the market expects today, is a very different ability. And competition is about competing with oneself, not about competing with the other. The problem is the moment you're competing with someone else, you will fall short at some point or the other. And that's when all the suicides and all the, the other angst and the conflict takes place. So I think this kind of a thing, with the, 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 particularly the kind of stuff that we have, that there's going to be some kind of blocks in the way fees are being taken, on the way that registration is being done, the kind of infrastructure that is, has to be maintained in a coaching institution, the kind of assessment results that they give out to make it so public so the other child feels done in if, if their faces are not on those billboards that you have thousands of faces who stood first and the child feels so low in self-esteem. No, the it's, 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 it's this shocking. Is very but one moment, ma'am, I just wanted to go across to Arnand Kumar, the founder of Super 30. Anandji, thank you so much for being with us. Doesn't a lot of the problem arise at the level of parents because as Amitaji was saying quite correctly a child of 14 15 16 17 is a teenager not necessarily in a position to know what is best for themselves they are then confronted with the exam of their lives and they are told that son if you don't pass this if you don't qualify then you have failed us when you as the founder of super 30 came across children with this kind of background and this kind of pressure, what did you do? दरअसल में होता क्या है कि parents बगल में आसपास का देखा देखी में सामाजिक दवाओं में social pressure में बच्चों को pressure करते कि बेटा तुमको भी हमारे अधूरे सपने पूरे करने आपने ठीक कहा तब क्या होता है कि parents बच्चों को करे engineer बन जा doctor बन जा कोटा चलाता बच्चा इस स्टेज भी नहीं होता है कि वो डिसीजन ले पाए पेरेंट्स के प्रेशर में आता है और पेरेंट्स क्या है अगर लोअर मिडिल क्लास है तो अपनी आखिरी जमीन भी बेच देते हैं कोटा में ऐसा सिस्टम नहीं है कि बच्चों को ये टेस्ट किया जाए कि कैपेबिलिटी कितनी है इसमें पैसा दिया एडमिशन हो गया फिर उसके बाद क्या होता है कि बच्चा को जो जो बच्चे रिजल्ट ओरिएंटेड है जो रिजल्ट दे सकते हैं उनका एक अलग बैच बना दिया गया 
वो बच्चा जो इंटरेस्टेड नहीं था मैथमेटिक्स में फिजिक्स में केमिस्ट्री में उसको जबरदस्ती वहां भेजा गया वो सबसे नीचे वाले बैच पे आ जाता है वो प्रेशर फील करता है दरा धमका हुआ फील करता है वापस भी नहीं जा सकता है क्योंकि फील ही वापस नहीं होगा माता पिता को भी कुछ नहीं अपने दर्द को बता सकता है टीचर्स और स्टूडेंट का रेशियो इतना अधिक है कि टीचर से वो प्रेम वो सहानुभूति नहीं मिलती कि इंटरेक्ट करे तो अंत में सुसाइड कर लेता है लेकिन जो गाइडलाइन निकला है बहुत बढ़िया निकला है कि कोई बच्चा का आप बिना इंटरेंस टेस्ट के एडमिशन नहीं ले सकते हैं ये बहुत अच्छी बात है दूसरी अच्छी बात है कि कोई बच्चा अगर पढ़ रहा है तो बैच को आप अलग अलग नहीं बना सकते हैं सबको समान रखिए सबको मिक्स करके रखिए ताकि कमजोर बच्चा थोड़ा हो थोड़ा टैलेंटेड हो सबको एक साथ फलने फूलने का मौका ये भी गाइडलाइन में अच्छा किया गया उससे भी अच्छी बात कही गई है कि अगर बच्चा प्रेशर में आ रहा है और उसको पढ़ने की इच्छा नहीं है तो उसको पैसा वापस किया जाए right. तो तमाम बातें बहुत अच्छी की गई है जिससे प्रेशर घटेगा लेकिन अंत में दो बात बोलना चाहेंगे पहली बात कि ये कितना इसका इंप्लीमेंटेशन होता है कितना ये धरातल पर ये कानून आता है ये देखने वाली बात होगी अब बावजूद इसके माता पिता कितना समझते हैं पेरेंट्स कितना समझते ये जरूरी आरती राजरत्नम सिंपल टर्म्स द मैट कंपटीशन विच एग्जिस्ट विच जेनरेशन ऑफ इंडियंस है horrible for the mental health of the individual uh i'd like to start with one thing we can't measure mental health only by the number of suicides there are so many acute sure. and chronic conditions which are you know under the radar uh children who go in for chronic anxiety who are unable to take it who who push themselves see the teenage brain is very vulnerable so you can push them into long term personality disorders you can have a lot of uh you know dissociation that happens so in in terms of the mental health of any any child this system these rules are too little and i feel still too late so let me get there secondly when we talk about mental health this is the gang age the teen years they need to have their peer group they need to have a lot of time to you know socialize to get to know people to identify to uh, to you know develop their own identity the coaching culture does not even give them enough time to sleep now if you notice there are children who are i mean ma'am mentioned that you know there are people who come out of grade 10 and go into coaching centers completely but there are also this whole uh, group of children where the parents don't want them to miss out the school experience so they're also going to school and then at the off school time they're going for the coaching center experience and i think that's even more dangerous because something else is being taught in the coaching center something else in school and we're not even you know cognizant of the fact that these children are under tremendous pressure and then you know parents somehow keep comparing them with other children with other things so if you know if i even score a little less in a particular test i'm pushed into another class instead of understanding that sometimes slowing down is very important there's a beautiful zen story that talks about a person who was scared of his own footsteps and the sound the sound of his footsteps that he started running really fast hoping to you know outrun it and ultimately what happened was his shadow caught up he couldn't do anything and he collapsed really what happens in that situation is you need to sit in the shade of a tree slow down because the footsteps will stop and your shadow will disappear in in similar terms by talk about mental health we need to understand that children need a lot of downtime because the vulnerable teenage brain resets itself first through sleep secondly through social interaction 
And thirdly, only when these two are there, they can go into reflection, which will help them understand how they can prepare better for the next exam or the next test. And we're not allowing for that. And I feel, yes, we need to really take these, at least whatever is there now from the new directives that have come through, I think it has to be taken seriously. Yeah. And also, more importantly, we need to make uh, counseling available to children who are competing at this level. You know, Mr. Narayanan, uh, Arti makes a very important point that let's not uh, measure uh, mental health issues on the basis of the number of suicides uh, because there are so many children who are impacted in ways which cannot be measured, in many cases may not even be detected. In a system which does result in suicides, the number of people who may be impacted differently would be any number, much, much larger, much more significant. Is it not time for us to accept that the system that you are encouraging is one which can seriously damage an individual? Yeah, I mean, uh, as far as uh, residential institutions like the, that are located in Kota or even Hyderabad, there are uh, Aurangabad, there are a lot of places like that in India. It's all because of the failure of the existing education system in supporting the competitive examinations which have been kept by the government only. The very same examination and uh, the National Testing Agency is doing that examination. For example, for, let us look at students are being admitted to IIT, okay, Matpipur and all other engineering colleges. JE they have announced, JE means then they have announced also JE advance. JE means there are about two and a half lakh students are selected for taking JE advance. Out of that, about 50,000 odd seats are covered that covers IITs, NITs and IIITs altogether. These three major chunk of institutions catered to about 50,000 enrollments. For that, we could have stopped at JE main. Why push children to JE advance, which is, again, I, you know, from the very same two and a half lakh students only, you are getting it. And the top uh, 16,000... No, so I take that point that you are mentioning, that there is a system which feeds a certain need for, uh, for, for, for coaching centers. You know, Amita Wattel, so it's, there is it no is true. there is no need of JE advance. Actually, if you ask me, there is no need of JE advance for students get, uh, to make it to IIT, the ranks... To top 16,000 students out of that only go, go, go to IITs. The, the next level for NITs, the next level for IIITs. That's it. Period. I mean, why put pressure on the, I mean, the roles? All right, so we'll ask you to just fix that camera of yours for a moment uh, because it's been shaking yes. a lot. Let me just go sure. back to uh, Amita Vattal. Uh, Ma'am, I think it is important that in as much as we speak about mental health issues and the well-being of students, this is a system which has existed for time immemorial, you know, we've, we've all grown up and had the option of doing this. It's, it's only now that we have the liberty to actually talk about mental health issues. It's a system which, of education which is fundamentally messed up, if I can use those words. And therefore, that perhaps is the root cause of a lot of what we see now. Would you agree? No, you're absolutely right in what you're saying, because I think this is a legacy that our children have inherited from us. And, and, and I think, unfortunately, as a result of which their, their, their resilience is not there. 
they're not able to cope at that level. And the kind of pressures that they find is very, very problematic. But I'd like to say to you that the world's highest performing education systems are all now focused on education for human flourishing. And that is the word. For education to work in life and livelihoods, tomorrow's young people need to innovate, be responsible and sensitive. That is something that a coaching center can't really uh, get into because there's a whole other world out there in learning other than 2 plus 2 is 4 or some kind of mathematical formulas. Because I feel that we need to challenge today. If you want to fix this mess that we're in, the NCF is trying. We also need to challenge the prevailing standardized education policies and practices which are in place in favor of more individualized concepts, in favor of the fact that we have to approach not only the skill sets and the mindsets, but the heart sets. Yes. And how do we do that? I think that is so very important. And if we don't do this, then I'm sorry, we will potentially lose the franchise for preparing the next generation. If we're going to make these excuses of JE needs this much percentage, NET needs, NET needs this much percentage, CUT, for God's sake, I mean, we have to get out of that. And we have to really, the parents must look at this. I, I appeal, I appeal that if our children have to really be out there in the world of tomorrow, it's a very different world. It's, it's, it's not a world that, that you are preparing for them through these coaching centers. No, or whatever. I, 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 I um, understand what you're saying. And Anand Kumarji, would you accept that when we talk about education, perhaps the heart of education needs to be humanity, sensitivity of teaching a child to be a good human being, not teaching oh, a child okay. or forcing a child to get 101 out of 100. Isn't that how we as a nation have completely failed? What are we trying to do? Are we trying to raise good human beings? Or are we trying to raise good robots? Madam overall development speed and accuracy practice What should parents look out for when, uh, you know, they, they deal with a child who may be under a great deal of pressure? Because sometimes you may not even know. A child may appear to be normal, 
but it's part of a system which we are talking about over here. What do parents or what should parents look out for? See, one is the obvious signs where, you know, you see a sudden change in behavior. So there are issues with sleep habits. The child is no longer socializing, is unable to interact with people, is also verbalizing that they're finding it overwhelming. That's the obvious signs. But the subtle ones are the high-functioning anxiety where the child is going to strive towards perfection, is going to, you know, so, uh, sort of overthink and overplan, micromanage, uh, become very, very... Uh, reclusive in that sense. These are the second set of uh, symptoms that I would ask parents to look for because what they're really doing is trying to overreach and try and push themselves towards something that they're not really comfortable doing. The third set of symptoms are the ones where you will see the dissociation related uh, issues where, you know, there is a disconnect uh, from reality. They are no longer able to, you know, what we call the no connection with the reality that they're living in that kind of thing. So I would ask parents to first set a connection ritual to understand even before your children enter, you know, the competitive exam years, as I would like to put it, set a connection ritual, build a ritual where you speak with your child, listen to your child on an everyday basis. Don't be just a crisis intervention parent where when everything goes out of hand, you suddenly rush to a mental health professional. What can be done by you is what's called co-regulation. When your children speak to you or let you know that something is overwhelming, listen, because they're not being lazy or they're not trying to avoid a task. The system is skewed against their natural development. When something is skewed against your natural development, there will be an uh, element of stress. And when that stress is something that they're able to sort of manage with your support, which is the co-regulation that I'm requesting you to do, they will be able to manage the competitive exam though the system is not the best. When you don't pick those signs, when you're not that supportive parent, when you dismiss their feelings, minimize their feelings, advise, become the moralizing, lecturing kind of person, they realize that there's no point reaching out for help and that's when it becomes very dangerous. So if you can be a supportive, co-regulating, responsive parent, this would, make, make, this would be a, a, a stage where children can really look back and say, okay, it was difficult, but I had this loving, supportive adult who could help me through it. And we don't really need to reach out to mental health professionals if that support structure is available at home. Sure. Since that's not really available, that's why we're you know, trying to reach out to professionals who are, you know, who need to be reached early. You can't reach in the last minute and say, you know, try and fix my child one day before the exam, two days before the exam, because that's not no, possible. No, that's just not right. So I hope I'm making my... Making no, sense. you are. And I just wanted to go back to Mr. Narayanan uh, one last time. Sir, uh, yeah. the steps which have been taken are important steps now by the government. Some would suggest that a lot more needs to be done. The aspect of mental health of students... Uh, do you believe that now with counsellors and others who deal or address these concerns, we'd be able to look after the mental and the emotional well-being of students more? Will uh, coaching centres, you represent the federation, will they take this seriously? Yes, why not? Why not? I mean, though it is a very centric to uh, coaching hubs like Kota and few towns only, Otherwise, uh, predominantly coaching centers work on a more like, you know, they school, they attend the school, regular schools, and, you know, come up for the evening, two hours or so, and two or three days a week. So, it's the same thing. What is applicable for court, places like Kota is not applicable for the entire country. I mean, that's what I wanted to communicate for sure. So, and uh, setting up uh, conditions like, you know, below 16, 
they should not be allowed for coaching and particularly school students uh, children you know they get challenged even for they want to appear for ntsc many a time the schools are not able to support in uh, providing services to help them out help them uh, cope up with such exams olympiad junior science olympiad mathematical contest all these things you know they want some help you know by the, because they are not familiar with it they want to do that and here coaching institutes are helping them out in Also, helping out a student is natural. I mean, nobody is questioning that. I think it's mm. it's coaching institutes which put so much pressure on children that their well-being is clearly and statistically impacted, sir. Nobody is saying that coaching institutes don't have a role or that students cannot go to tutors, right? But you are part of a system, sir, which is the problem. Do you accept that? we don't put pressure at all i mean there is something which is uh, it is all chosen by the student or the parent so and and that yes. that that yes sir the student and the parent select something you are part of the process which accepts yes. what parents are saying and you allow the child to have pressure build up and feel deeply unsatisfied at a basic basic level of emotional well being Are you not a part of the problem? The very existence puts pressure. Let me tell. So it's it's very 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 straight. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not such a simple state statement. This requires, you know. Uh, no, it's not. And I think I I accept example, the point I'll when you a, when you mentioned, sir. Give me a very good example, Mr. Narayanan. I'm uh, running out of time, so I'm just wrapping this up. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do accept the point. when you say that this is part of a larger issue it's a system of education and a system of exams that that lies at the core of the issue yes. but certainly yes. coaching centers have to be responsible and perhaps these rules are required now because coaching centers haven't been responsible but we for parents are willing to do but that, but yeah. parents for parents listening to this program across the country it's perhaps time to look out for the emotional requirements and the happiness of your children sure. and perhaps base their sure. development and your role as a parent on trying to raise good human beings is there anything more important than that i'd like to thank you all very much for being with us thank you. we'll take a short break at this stage